0: For show notes from this episode, visit SustainableAmbition.com slash podcast. Now let's learn more to help you craft your career, support your life from decade to decade. On to today's conversation. Hi, everyone, I am again coming to you today with a Sustainable Ambition quick tip, and then I'll close the episode with an exciting announcement. So one of the most common phrases I hear from coaching clients and people I talk to about career inflection points, including from the research I did with people who have gone through career transitions, is this, quote, I don't know what I want to (laughs) do. And there's usually a lot of energy put behind that statement. (laughs) Ah, I don't know what I want to do. And yet, as Lisa Lewis Miller so clearly stated in episode 11 on the podcast, You are the only one who will know. Most of us really don't want others making decisions for our lives, right? So, you know, when we don't know, it's a scary place to be or to feel that way. And yet you really are the one who holds the answers. And so what do you do when you find yourself in this state of, I don't know what I want to do? Well, I wrote a blog post on this topic, which I'll capture in the show notes, and it has a few more steps and tips around this. But here on the quick tips series, I wanna focus on just one place I'll point you. When you don't know, get into action. So when we don't know what we wanna do, a great way to start to learn what it is that we might want to do is to test things out. So for years, I've loved Herminia Ibarra's work and her pioneering book on career pivots. It's called Working Identity, Unconventional Strategies for Reinventing Your Career. And one of her key tenets is that, quote, we learn about ourselves by doing, end quote, not thinking. So you need to try things on and experience them to truly know. And, and think about this for yourself. Like, have you ever started on a path or had a work experience and gotten into it and realized, ooh, I like this, but I don't like that? You know, that's what we're talking about here. It's we learn about ourselves by doing things and trying them on and seeing what we like and what we don't like. And it's by trying things on that we find what is calling us now, because this can change over time too. And it's about finding, quote, like match quality, if you will, over time. This is a technical, actually economic term that David Epstein writes about in his book, Range. So I want to come back to this idea of getting into action. And I thought I would just read a little bit about what Herminia Ibarra says in her book. And this comes from her number one unconventional strategy for reinventing your career. So she starts by saying, act your way into a new way of thinking and being you cannot discover yourself by introspection. So I'm going to just interject really quickly here and get back to the book in this one quick section that I'm going to read for you to just say transparently that I absolutely agree with her point of view here on getting into action. Um, She's gonna talk about introspection. I actually think you do need to do a little bit of introspection, um, but let's just go ahead and read this. So quote, start by changing what you do. Try different paths, take action, and then use the feedback from your actions to figure out what you think, feel, and want. Don't try to analyze or plan your way into a new career. Conventional strategies advocated by self-assessment manuals and traditional career counselors would have you start by looking inside. Start instead by stepping out. Be attentive to what each step teaches you and make sure that each step helps you take the next. So I love that. I've embraced this. I think it's really important. And I wholeheartedly agree, which is why I'm I'm saying this is the quick tip, get into action. I do think that becoming self-aware and tuning into yourself is actually quite important. And so I do think that that's a part of the process. But let's just focus here right now into getting into action. Because if you are finding yourself saying, I just don't know what I want to do, there are some things you can do to start to ease that angst and kind of Move forward. And I do think the first thing to do is actually get quiet to hear yourself. And in that quiet, start to consider some possibilities. Like, and th- for those of you who've been listening to the podcast, you know that I'm a, I'm a huge fan of really leaning into your curiosities. What are you curious about now? And what might you want to explore? And then, third, now get into action. What are ways that you can go and test some of those possibilities that you are coming out up with? And let me just share a few of the things I've done or that other people have done to test things out. Because oftentimes people say to me, because I will say, go and prototype things, go test things out, just as Ibarra is saying. And they'll ask, well, how do I do that? Well, that can be as simple as talking to people about their experiences around this idea that you have or around your curiosity of what you might want to explore. It can be attending a webinar or a lecture on a topic. It can be taking a class on Coursera or watching a masterclass or a TED talk. It can be taking on a consulting assignment that allows you to test something out. So that's actually getting further embedded something a little bit more committed, but allowing you to actually really, again, get into action, try something on. It can be giving yourself a fun project to work on that's purely for exploration. It can be researching a topic that you have an interest in and seeing if your interest deepens as you explore or perhaps you then you lose interest. So you kind of know, is this sticking, is this not? And another way of doing it is put yourself in community with people who you think you want to emulate and try that on and see if you go into that environment, are those your people? Is that who you want to be engaging with and interacting with going going forward? So as Ibarra said, like take these actions and then pay attention and reflect. What did you learn? What paths start to show themselves to you? So, there's a lot more I can say about living and not knowing. And there is an episode I did, episode 13, where I talked about that and goes beyond a little bit of. Career reflection around not knowing what what one want, what one wants to do and living in this state of I don't know it's a little bit different, but I will share that in the show notes in case it's helpful for you both the episode and then I had written a Thrive Global article that also inspired that. So if you want to reflect on that as well or check it out, um, that's something that I will share in the show notes too. But this episode is really about this quick tip of getting yourself into action, and let me give you another quote around this, um, this one from Adam Grant, as inspiration to get you into action as well. So he has written, quote, uncertainty is hope disguised as dread. The best antidote to anxiety isn't calm, it isn't distraction, it is action. So let's lean into the hope. What are those possibilities out there that you wanna explore? And then get into action. So that is your sustainable ambition tip for today. I'd encourage you to take this tip and commit to one action you'll take in the next week to explore a new path. If you are in the space of saying, I don't know what I want to do. And I would also even encourage you to... If you, if you aren't saying this, and I'm going to make my announcement in just one second, but I do really advocate, and I may have shared this on the podcast already, but, you know, we need to be planting seeds about what might be next for ourselves, you know, sooner than we think. And this is especially true if you are starting to be towards, you know, the back second half of your career, it's important to start thinking about how do I plant these seeds? So even if you are not in this kind of crisis state of like looking to shift right away, but you're starting to see like there's a horizon of, you know, a time of a, you know, your current career arc is starting to, you know, get towards an end and you're starting to be curious about what might be next. Start planting seeds now, and start getting yourself into action now. It's really important. So this is where I'm going to make an announcement. A final thing I want to share is that I have another book <laughs> that just came out, and it's called My Little Book of Curiosity. Okay, so why did I call it My Little Book of Curiosity? First off, the reason it's called little is because it is—it's short. It's—it's it's not too long. It's just under a hundred pages. And, um, you know, it's meant to be, um, it is about curiosity. And part of the reason I also called it my little book of curiosity, because some might think that sounds a little kid-like and it, it might, um, but it, it, that's also because I kind of, what this is about is changing something that I'm going to say a little bit more about changing it from being kind of this angst ridden thing into turn, shifting it and reframing it into a time of play and wonder. And so the reason I wrote my little book of curiosity is for this very reason, that there are people that where we end up in the state of not knowing and not knowing what's next. And that can be not knowing what's next for your career. It can be not knowing what's next for your life. Or as I was just saying, it can be for those of us who want to stay on a growth and learning curve and remain engaged and ambitious from decade to decade. And so what does the book do? The book offers prompts to help you explore your curiosities, and then it guides you to step back and find patterns and look for common themes, as well as the details that can offer clues to what's calling your attention and where you might want to put your focus next. And what I w- was trying to do with the book, and again, inspiring the name a bit, is to turn Again, what can often be this angst-ridden process that feels like hard work where we're trying to figure it out and shift that into a sense of play and wonder, kind of lightening the experience a bit towards one of exploration and discovery. And my hope is that the book provides the structure to make the time to listen to what's inside. It goes back to that first step that I was talking about. You know, what do you want for yourself? What's calling you next? What are those areas of possibility that you might want to explore? So if it sounds fun to you and you want to try it out, uh, you can learn more about my little book of curiosity at sustainableambition.com/slash books. As always, everyone, thanks for being with me today. And as always, if you have any feedback or want me to let me know how this worked for you, please send me an email at podcast at sustainableambition.com. And again, if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a rating and review and share with others. With that, here's to getting into action and following your curiosity. I hope you enjoy your exploration. Cheers, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sustainable Ambition Podcast. I hope you take away at least one learning or inspiration from today's conversation. Find more inspiring interviews and get show notes for this episode at sustainableambition.com podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode or my insider tips, guides, and tools by signing up for Sustainable Ambition Forum, my twice monthly newsletter. Sign up at sustainableambition.com slash subscribe. And remember, it's not about finding work-life balance. It's about building work-life resilience. Thanks again for joining me. Speak with you next time.